Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to today's episode. Today, we're going to be talking about a thought that has been really helpful for a lot of my guys, and that is that you are worth choosing. First, wanted to do a little client celebration. So this is a a post from our our members-only Facebook group. This guy says, this weekend has been amazing. After nine months of no touch, my wife let me give her massage, and we spent the day in Malibu with the family and a close family friend of ours today. Too many emotions to share, except my heart is full and the soul desires for more. So super excited for this gentleman. He was able to have some physical intimacy after a lot of difficult things happened in his marriage. you know, the, he worked really hard, built up his strength, you know, has been doing that for a while and now it's starting to, starting to see the fruit. So I'm super excited for him. So at the core of a lot of marriage problems, it has really to do with a lack of self-worth. When you don't feel solid in who you are as a person, you try to get that validation from other people so that they can build you up. And that usually shows up in what I call dictator or mosquito behaviors. Okay. Mosquitoes, you do nice things, but with the intention of getting attention, appreciation, and affection for them. So you might buy your wife flowers, or you might wash the dishes, but with the intention of her showering you with praise, right? And telling you how great you are. <laughs> okay. I did this forever. Um, then dictators, they do their best to belittle the people around them so that they can feel good. So that's also known as bullying. So a lot of times what will happen is if you're in that mosquito mode, you're trying to do what's nice, trying to do what's nice, you're not getting back what you want. You can switch into this dictator mode and be like, how dare you? You know, you owe me and look at everything I've done for you. And, you know, I deserve better. Okay. So they're kind of two sides of the same coin though, because the, they're both based in this idea that your worth needs to come from other people, either by them telling you how great you are or by you showing people that you are superior to them in some way. So some men, when they don't feel they're getting enough attention, appreciation, or affection that they deserve from their wife, they're going to seek that validation out somewhere else. And they can do that in anger or indifference towards their wife right? Saying, you know, forget you, you know, I'll show you, you know, they'll go find somebody else. They'll have an affair, right? An emotional or a sexual affair. Kind of in revenge. Okay. Sometimes that leads in to divorce, right? Uh, After an affair, this person thinks, oh, I finally found the right person, right? Finally found someone who, who finally gives me the attention I deserve, right? And this new person seems to, quote unquote, meet their needs, right? That's a common phrase we hear about what marriage is about is meeting each other's needs. But eventually, okay, this new person, you know, if you, if this guy started an affair with somebody else, that person also gets tired of their neediness because they haven't solved the core problem, which is them needing this constant validation, either sexually or emotionally or, you know, mentally or whatever it is, you know trying to get that from another person. And so the same problems, they come up and this guy, he ends up having infidelity again or another divorce again, right? First marriage divorce rate is about 42%. Second's about 60%, 30 to 73%. And the reason why is because if you haven't figured out how a marriage works, how to be strong in yourself, how to not need your wife so much so that you're not constantly being that mosquito or dictator, 
Uh, if you're, if you, if your paradigm or the way you think about marriage is that your wife's supposed to meet your needs all the time, that just doesn't work. Okay. And so if you keep continuing to think that you're going to keep looking for that perfect woman, that's going to meet your needs all the time, which just does not exist. Okay. It's a whole, nobody can fill. Okay. If you really don't deeply believe that you are worth choosing, that you have value, no one else can fill that for you. Okay. You have to fill that yourself. Or in my beliefs, like have God fill that, right? A, a source that's not dependent on other people. So that's what causes affairs in marriage, right? Oh, you know, I'm going to go get this attention somewhere else. And, and someone does give it for a while, but then eventually they don't, right? And that relationship is trashed again. So other men, when they don't feel like they're gaining enough attention, appreciation, or affection from their wives, they'll keep trying to win that affection at any and all costs, okay? Women do this too, but, you know, this podcast is mainly for men. <laughs> but so they're they're going to start, so men, when they're in this mindset, and this is what I did, right? They start shutting down their hobbies, shutting down their own interests, shutting down their own sexual desires, even making changes to their religion, basically kind of like turning off everything who they are because they're so focused on, you know, trying to make their wife happy. Okay. The mantra is happy wife, happy life. And I'm going to make my wife happy at all costs, no matter what it costs me. And what ends up happening is, you know, you create what's uh, a lose-win situation. So in our program, we're going through the seven habits of highly effective people right now. And, you know, he talks about finding these win-win solutions. And really in this mode, you're in, you're in lose-win mode. You're like, okay, I'm going to lose so my wife can win. Okay? I'm going to lose everything I am so my, so my wife can win. And it seems noble and it seems good, but eventually, you know, you feel lost. You feel angry, right? You don't remember who you are anymore. You don't really feel worth choosing. You know, that's what we're talking about today. Um, you're trying to earn being worthy. That's where this comes from, right? You're trying to have your wife fill up that that hole in you that you want to feel desired. You want to feel attractive, right? And you want your wife to give that to you. You want to feel strong. Now, the funny thing is that guys like this, and I felt like this, they can feel like they're the perfect husband, Right. And upset that their wife can't see that when other people do seem to, right? You're doing all the right things. So how come your wife's not giving you back that attention, appreciation, affection? And the reason why is because of that intention, okay? And when the intention is to get that appreciation back, no matter who it is, okay, your wife's going to get tired of that after a while. That's why I call it a mosquito, right? Mosquito comes and they're, you know, they're trying to suck something out of you. They're trying to suck attention, appreciation out of you. And nobody likes a mosquito, okay? They want to swat it, <laughs> And sometimes, you know, women, they don't pick it up at first, but once it, once you get married, right, that becomes more clear that you really do have that intention of getting something back. Okay. Another way to put this is if you serve your wife, you do it with unconditional love, meaning you don't have the condition that I will serve you as long as you return the favor with attention, appreciation, affection, sex, whatever it is. Okay. So, you know, this strategy, this uh, this mosquito strategy, uh, this happy wife, happy life strategy, it can also lead to infidelity when they feel like someone finally appreciates what I'm doing, okay? But again, same issues happen because eventually that new person also picks up on the neediness and, you know, it doesn't go well. So this this phrase, I'm worth choosing, it came up when I was working with the client, I'm going to call him James. So you know, he felt his wife was cold, distant, uninterested, you know, 
So he constantly was trying to make her happy, you know, doing the right things, texting her, calling her, Hey, I love you. I love you. Um, a lot, a lot of my guys do that, right? They send these quote unquote loving messages. But again, the intention is to get a response back. It's not just to tell their wife, Hey, I care about you. It's for them to validate them. Okay. So, you know, he was doing all this. He felt like he wasn't getting anything back. She wasn't interested. She didn't care. And he started to consider a divorce or an affair. I constantly felt that his wife was not interested in him and demanded that she reach out to him more. That's really what his, his story was, is that, okay, if my wife cares, she's going to reach out to me. So what I want you to notice here is what we see in others is really, you know, what we see in ourselves. Okay. He, what he saw was that his wife was not choosing to be with him, right? That she didn't really care, right? That she didn't really want him. Okay. But, you know, what we discovered through our work together is that he did not really feel worthy of being chosen. Okay. He'd had some difficult things that happened in his life, uh, to where, you know, uh, some, some, uh, tr- uh, some, you know, people not choosing him, uh, throughout his life. So he really didn't believe that, okay. That he was worthy of being chosen. So he wanted his wife to prove to him that he was worth being chosen, which she just can't do. Okay to fill this hole that only can be filled by yourself or God, if you believe in God, right? Like that knowledge, like being clear that you are a person that of value, that you have this worth that does not depend on someone else telling you, you have value, right? Really feeling your own worth. Again, like other people can't give that to you. They can try. Okay. But eventually it doesn't work. (laughs) And you know, you have to you have to feel it for yourself. You know, you can get by for a while and other people telling you how great you are. That's how I lived for a long time, right? Uh, you know, I'd accomplished lots of things. People would tell me, oh, like, you're so smart, you're you're so good, you're you know, handsome, whatever. And you can sort of live off that for a while. But eventually, you know, people get tired of trying to fill that hole in you, okay? So you have to get to where you deeply know that you are a person worth choosing. Okay. Not just because of, not just because of your accomplishments. Okay. But because you have infinite worth and potential. Okay. So for me, that's because I know that I'm a son of God, right? And because of that, I have infinite value. Okay. Infinite value. Or even just as a human being, if you don't believe in God, you know, that we, it, I, I like to think about, you know, when you look at babies, you don't think, oh, that baby is worth more than that baby, right? <laughs> but for some reason, when we get older, we think that, you know, our value does depend on what we do and don't do. But our worth as human beings does not. Okay? It just doesn't. Okay. So, you know, that hole that we talked about, it can be filled with the, your infinite value as a human being or as a child of God, right? You can start filling that up and knowing and sensing that, even feeling God's love for you, asking to feel that for you. Cause that's kind of what we're looking for, right? That value, that love, you know, that we are loved. Okay. Knowing that God has that for us and asking to feel God's love for us. You know, sometimes they use the analogy of uh, like, if we're a cup and, you know, value or love is like water. When we try to get that value from other people, you know, they have sort of a limited supply, you know, they can kind of give us a little, and then, you know, we trade it back and forth maybe, but like feeling God's love is like putting that 
cup under a faucet and just turning it on. Like it's, it's limitless. It's going to keep coming. That's what's great about it. And uh, God's love is that way. It is infinite. So once you feel that you have that infinite worth, right, you can go to work and start trying to achieve your infinite potential. Because as that son of God, you, you also have infinite potential as, lo- as well as infinite worth. Okay. You have gifts and talents you can develop and share with your wife and others. Go out with the, with the intention to serve people around you. Right? Now, what if your wife does not choose you? Okay. So when you know that you are worth choosing, okay, when you feel that, that you have that infinite worth and you choose to develop your potential, you know, build up those strengths and skills. You choose to serve your wife and those around you without needing or expecting something back. Okay. You feel incredible. Okay. You really do when you're in that, that mindset. Okay. And that it really is very attractive to your wife and to other people. Okay. When you have those strengths, when you have those communication and intimacy skills, okay, you're super attractive. And inside yourself, you also know that even if your wife does not choose you as a romantic or life partner, right, that you are still worth choosing. Okay. And you can still have a great relationship with her and your kids, even if it's not as a married couple, right? Because now you feel that value. You can understand her choice. You know, maybe you've done some stuff that really damaged the marriage beyond repair. Maybe there wasn't an affair. Maybe it was just too long that you were not, you know, serving your wife and you were in that dictator mosquito mode for just too long. And and that relationship was damaged beyond repair in a romantic sense. But especially if you have kids, you know, that relationship is going to continue in some way. You still want it to be positive and you can still respect her choice. You can still know that you're worth choosing, even if she doesn't. Sure, you're going to be hurt, but you can know that, you know, you're going to be okay if she leaves. And this is actually so key, you know, throughout the marriage, because if you, if you are so needy on your wife, you know, if you're like, she has to choose me, we have to save it. You know, my life's going to end if, if she leaves. Okay. She feels that pressure and she knows that it's going to be sort of her job to make you feel good about yourself all the time. And that's going to drive her away more. So the more that you feel like, oh, I can't lose her. I can't lose her. The more that she's going to want to leave. Okay. Because you're in that mosquito or dictator mode. But when you realize, Hey, like she has her choice. I choose her. I want her to choose me too. But if she doesn't, you know, I'll be okay. Okay. That position, it's very strong. It gives her the space that she needs. If she's saying I need space right now, that's really what she means. She needs space to make her own decisions in this. So listen, when you're a strong and loving man, when you're spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically strong, and you're skilled at communication and intimacy, when you can give unconditional love to someone, when you're not trying to suck worth and, and validation off the people around you, okay, you don't need your wife to build up your sense of self. Okay? And that is super powerful. At that point, you really are like a modern day Prince Charming. Okay, this is the guy that, that women are looking for. When you feel strong about who you are, when you choose to serve without expecting something back, guess what? Some people think, oh, if I don't expect something back, I'm never going to get anything. But when you serve without needing or wanting something back, that's exactly when your wife is going to be excited to give back to you, right? Because she doesn't feel that there's strings attached to those gifts that you give her, right? Those gifts of service or those gifts of, you know, the flowers or whatever, or doing the dishes, 
Because when she feels the string attached, she doesn't like it, right? But when there's no string attached, that's when she can really truly give attention, appreciation, and affection in a way that's genuine. And that's what you want anyway. You don't want her to feel, you know, obligated to give you those things. You want her to give them to you freely. So when you are able to do those things, when you have those strengths, you have those skills, you really do have options for who you could choose to be married to. Okay. And then you choose your wife and that's what makes her dreams come true. Like you're that kind of guy, you know, like you're attractive to other women, but you choose your wife. Okay. It's like Cinderella at the ball, right? What makes that special is that Prince Charming had lots of options, but he chose Cinderella, right? So when you become this strong and attractive guy, you have other options, but when you choose your wife, that makes it so special. Okay. She feels like Cinderella at the ball. You know, she's bragging to her friends about how great you are. You know, she's telling your kids, I want you to, you know, telling your boys, I want you to grow up just like dad. Telling your girls, I want you to marry someone just like dad. Okay. And, you know, if for whatever reason she does not choose you back, you know, so if, if, uh, let's say Prince Charming chose Cinderella, right. And Cinderella said, ah, you know, I, I'm going to choose somebody else. <laughs> right. You know, you're sad, but you know that you are worth choosing. Okay. And as you continue to build up your strength and put good into the world and serve, right? Good will come back to you, okay? In lots of different ways. And eventually it will come back to you in a romantic relationship if that's what you want, because you have developed those strengths and skills to be that strong, attractive man that women are looking for. All right, guys. So look, you are worth choosing. No matter what you've done, as a human being, you are worth choosing, okay? You have infinite worth and value, okay? It doesn't depend on what you've done or have not done. You also have infinite potential, okay? So as you build that potential up through building up your spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical strength, you focus on that, and you build up those communication and intimacy skills, your ability to um, you know, serve others without expecting back, which really it, it comes back to this thing of feeling your worth outside of needing validation from other people. Okay, you know you have that worth. That's when you can give service without expecting something back. The crazy thing is, guys, that's when you are most likely to get it. And that's when it's going to be given back to you freely. And that feels much better than having these strings attached to the things that you do. So when you build these things up, guys, you're going to feel strong and you're going to be attractive to other people, 100%. And guys, good will return to you in your relationships. Absolutely. So if you want a a structured system to figure out how to build up these strengths that I'm talking about, how do I build up spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical strength? How do I not be so needy? How do I not need that validation as much? How do I become an expert in communication and intimacy? Come learn how to do it in the strongman system. So come check it out, strongmenstrongmarriages.com, and I will see you there. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.